Good morning. Welcome to our weekly podcast, Tea Time with Tommy, where we take a few minutes, share a cup of tea together, and I can hopefully give you some encouragement as we look through different scriptures and devotional thoughts together. Today's podcast is brought to you by Red Zinger from Celestial Seasoning. Red Zinger is the original herb tea with the zesty taste that first won hearts more than 20 years ago. A snappy flavor, rich red color that comes from an authentic blend of hibiscus flowers, wild rose hips, and lemongrass. Red Zinger is a time-honored favorite with a 100% natural burst of excitement. Its vivid energy and wholesome style have always reflected the comfortable side of individualism. So sit back with your cup of tea. Relax for these few minutes together with me as we see where this week's podcast will take us. And a warm teacup welcome to all of you. It is a joy to be with you today as we continue traveling through the greatest sermon ever preached, the Sermon on the Mount, and in particular as we break down each of the Beatitudes. If you've missed the past three weeks, I would encourage you to, uh, at your convenience, uh, slip back up and listen to those, as well as the characteristics and the nature and the essence uh, that we've been building on through Christ's teachings. And each one builds on one another. So I hope you enjoy today, but I would encourage you to go back and pick up those first three as well. I hope you have your Bibles with you. hope it's handy and you can turn with us as we read in Matthew chapter 5. We'll begin with verse 1 as usual, but today we'll read all the way through verse 6 as we are looking at that beatitude. Matthew chapter 5, beginning with verse 1. And seeing the multitudes, he went up on a mountain. And when he was seated, his disciples came to him. Then he opened his mouth and taught them, saying, Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are those who mourn, for they shall be comforted. Blessed are the meek, for they shall inherit the earth. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they shall be filled. As we look at this verse, at this particular characteristic of righteousness that is our Lord, I want us to first understand, and we have to fully accept, two very important truths. Number one, because of sin, beginning with Adam in the garden, no man is righteous. Let me remind you of Romans 3.10, as it is written, there is none righteous, no, not one. Number two, Christ, though born in flesh, yet still God, lived a perfect righteous life, sinless to the point of death, but died for our sins so that we might be free from the punishment that we deserve. Draw your attention to Psalm 11:7, For the Lord is righteous. He loves righteousness. His countenance beholds the upright. Two truths that we have to accept. Because of sin, no man is righteous. And number two, Christ, though born in flesh, still God 
lived a a perfect, righteous life. Accepting these two truths, let's next define what righteousness is. Now, old Webster puts it like this. Behavior that is morally acceptable or right. So basically, breaking that down, you're talking about morality or one's virtue. Biblical righteousness is, however, referring to God's perfection in everything. His attitude, His behavior, His words, every attribute of Christ, perfect. Now in this sermon, as we've already learned, we take it as a whole and how He is showing, how He is teaching us all of these characteristics. And we've seen that being poor in spirit and to mourn and meekness as they're presented to us, they are attainable things. But for you and I, this beatitude is unattainable in the flesh. Christ, of course, knowing this, makes it very clear as in the way he states this beatitude differently from those from all the rest. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, as opposed to blessed are the poor. Blessed are those who mourn. Blessed are the meek. Are you getting the picture? For the child of God, we've become poor in spirit. We've hit the bottom. We find that Christ is there. He's been there all the time. It's just a revelation to us that He has all we've ever needed. We mourned our sin. We continue to mourn over sin in our lives, confess that to Him, and it's only then that we can be free from that bondage. Only He can make us clean under His shed blood. We've become meek in Christ. We're not powerless. We're not power under control. But we are relinquishing ourselves, surrendering everything to His power and for His glory as He works in us. Righteousness? We are not. Nor in this flesh can we be. Yet we can be blessed if we hunger and thirst for it. Now you've heard this before, but it's true. What we're talking about here is a heart condition. Or better yet, a heart transformation. It's easy for us to get so caught up on the outward that we neglect the inward. The hungering and thirsting for righteousness is all an inward matter of our heart. We're born in sin. Good deeds, good intentions, none of those things are going to lead us to righteousness because we are sinful in our very nature. To hunger and thirst, are our desires toward God deserving of this description? Hunger, starving, thirst, a parched, dry mouth. All because we want, all because we need, all because we must have in order to survive more of Christ in our life. More of His Word. Bible study. Listening, studying, making notes under expository preaching, taking the Scripture, breaking it down so that we understand it more. More discipleship, 
digging deeper in spiritual application, a continual process of growth in the Lord Jesus Christ, being equipped by the indwelling of His Holy Spirit so that we can overcome the pressures and trials of this life, that we might become more and more Christ-like, more worship, unhinged is how I like to describe it, pouring out our offerings of praise in worship totally and completely unashamed in exalting the King of kings and the Lord of lords. More prayer, prayers of brokenness, brokenness over sin, brokenness over the lost, more prayer for our church, more prayer for your church, more prayer for the church, God's church, more prayer for our families, more of a kind and forgiving nature, our attitude toward others, how we treat them, how we seek to glorify Christ in our daily lives for them to see. These are just a few for us to be thinking about. But the question is ultimately, are these what our heart desires? I want to close today with a great encouragement. Those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, it says, they shall be filled. Filled. Filled with an abundance, the abundance of God's love, the love of Christ, the abundance of the grace, the mercy, all that he bestows on us each and every day, the abundance of the holiness that is imparted only to those who surrender to the shed blood of Jesus, every aspect overflowing in and through us because we are his vessels. There will be a day that will bring all that abundance at once in a place called heaven that is only for his children and will be finally home. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for his righteousness, for they shall be filled. Thank you again so much for joining us on this week's podcast of Tea Time with Tommy. We looked at the fourth beatitude. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, knowing that we can attain it in the flesh, knowing that our daily lives are a desire to grow spiritually in Christ Jesus. For only then can we be filled. I look so forward to hosting you again next week on Tea Time with Tommy. But until then, may your cup overflow with his blessings.